Welcome back, everyone, to the show For the Love of Cinema, a movie podcast where our motto is we just hope it doesn't suck. This Turns is, out sometimes it does suck. Sometimes it does. And Netflix, you're a big infringer of this. So let's get our shit together, please. I don't think they care about what you have to say. No, not at all. <laughs> this is episode 339B. Me. The second episode for the week, we'll now discuss our thoughts on The Outlaws, available on Netflix. With you for that discussion, Grayson Maxwell, Roger Stillian, and Christopher Bond. For the episode discussing Insidious, The Red Door, including the whole box office breakdown, what's streaming, and trailer talk, check out episode 339A, posted on Tuesday, 718. Tuesday. Tuesday. So let's talk about The Outlaws. Tomato meter, 98%. I'm kidding. 22%. 22 percent man audience score 40 percent that's about that's about right i can see that i'm actually proud i'm actually proud of the audience well i mean i can see how some people might like this a little more than the average person because it it, i think it is kind of funny but maybe Uh, i mean look look the scores are very fair now, I mean, I laughed a couple of times, but past that, this story is boo boo. So I'm, gl- <laughs> I'm glad I'm glad you laughed a couple of times. I could. Right. Well, I mean, look, I watched a man kick a dog against a wall. <laughs> <laughs> a very out of a gut reaction, and um, then immediately was like, "Oh Jesus!" I didn't realize they were this small. <laughs> a very digital dog, like an extremely digital dog. Like, oh yeah, for sure. All right, Adam Devine, the the handsome as ever, Pierce Brosnan. Ellen Birkin, Nina. How does Debra. he get more handsome? I don't you think know, that man. that's strange. I do. He just rocks the facial, like the 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 silver facial hair, the silver fox thing, so fucking well. Um, Ellen Birkin, Nina Debrov, Richard Kind, Julie Haggerty. Let's talk about this one, shall we, gentlemen? Yeah, let's. Mm-hmm. <laughs> do hold on. Do we have to? <laughs> well, let's move to score it, and then we'll just you know. All right then. Talk about so... Gladiator, actually. Yeah, there we go. All right. <laughs> hey, look. I could listen. I could riff on Gladiator far longer than I could talk about this movie. Roger, what's the Outlaws about? Not like I do show prep. Wait, oh, I said that out loud. <laughs> <laughs> so the Outlaws is a finely crafted comedy from Netflix. Stop. Stop. Okay. So look. So this movie is a story of. Uh, Adam Devine and Nina Dobrov, Owen, and what's her name? Paige? Parker. Parker. Parker McDermott. Owen and Parker getting married, and uh, Owen's never met her parents because they've always been out of the country the whole time they've been together, and turns out they're bank robbers, and <gasps> he's a bank manager, and they rob his bank, and somehow, somehow that's not the crux of the film, by the way. <laughs> somehow, we end up into some, like, weird organized crime thing where they have to rob multiple banks, many banks. And yeah. So that's the story we get here. And then we deal with some weird bank, other bank manager lady who gets talking about her nipples and I, I'm so well, that, that's it. This is Adam Sandler's company. So you're going to have a lot of Adam Sandler people coming in and out, out of his stuff. There's not a lot of them in this one, but she is one of them. I, what's her name? It is um, oh Lauren Lapkiss. She or Lapkiss. She's Phoebe King. She's in a lot of Adam Sandler stuff for the past couple of years. So that, that makes sense. And this is a that. this is this is a Happy Madison thing, right? It is a Happy Madison. Yeah. Yes, it is Netflix Happy Madison, which I'm I'm surprised we didn't get more of because over the weekend I also watched um Home Team and The Ridiculous Six, which is it's just 
chock both of them chock full of adam sandler people like every character is someone that you know from the sandler troupe but so the the the, the, the stick of this one is it's not even a new stick it's kind of a it's 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 wholly unoriginal of two people getting married and oh the funny part is he's gonna meet her parents for the first time and he's a wuss and they're badasses and it's not it's that is where the comedy should be coming from and also i want to ask a question a simple change would it have would it have been would it have been different if we didn't know they were the bank robbers that he just happened to have his bank robbed the night or when when they came into town, I would have preferred that we didn't know until the end that they were the bank well, robbers. So wouldn't it? Yeah. It, so a small change in that story makes it a little bit better. Honestly, you're probably right. Like the night before that he meets them, like you know they're coming into town the next day and they rob the bank like that day before they know it's him. That I mean, at least that makes it a little bit more intriguing. So you know what really annoyed me about this movie, honest to God is when he's doing like the the mind flashback thing as they're robbing the bank and he's just like oh my god i told them everything like dude come on i mean obviously this is a work of fiction i can't well, i mean also the guy on the phone is right <laughs> yeah uh-huh. you're an ex- you gave the information to people yeah, no yeah, 100% that's you my basically pro- invited some bank robbers to rob you that's you're my, a dumb fuck that's my problem with that's my problem with these Netflix movies. And I'll also quickly state this is they're a whole new level of bad is, you know, let's just call it from when I started working in Carmike to 2002 to like, and then just recently I stopped working in movie theaters like the last couple of years is a bad move was a bad move, but most of the time it made sense within its own universe. These characters in these horrible Netflix movies usually don't, they're, they're so unreal. It's, it's almost laughable how unreal they are. It's almost the writers have to be so fucking out of touch because this bank manager, Adam Devine, Owen Browning is not a real person. Nope. You would never, not. you would never give away that information. And if you did, the bank would just fire you. Like, I mean, they wouldn't even take any chances. They would just get, I mean, there wouldn't even be a second chance for this. But, Let me take I mean, this unverified person off the street into my secured vault. Yeah, no. It's, what the yeah. fuck, man? Oh, well, but I, I like, we, we do get Michael Rooker. You know, I, I like seeing him again. Although he's also kind of a shambling. This guy, you're selling. Look, he's he, he did okay. So the other time that I laughed is when he's talking about his ex-wife and the guy. Oh, and he's yeah. talking about his guy's dick. He goes, "It's as long, long enough and wide enough to land a plane on." And I went, <laughs> "That's quite a visual, sir." <laughs> oh, it's well, that joke. A lot of the jokes were now. I I still will contest that Adam Adam Devine is funny. You guys might not agree with me. I just find him funny. He can that's be why funny. I he's not funny in this. It. He's not funny in this though. I thought he was pretty well. The the joke that Roger just told, for example, when he's like, "Oh yeah, you can land a seven forty seven on it," and then it, it cuts to Adam Devine with this very that's quite a large plane. Yeah, <laughs> he had, he has this like very like I'm not okay with this conversation look on his face. What I think Adam Devine does so well, that why that joke works. But I mean, you don't like him. I like him. So there's that obvious, you know, so, I, I, th- I think he is funny. I like him in some things, right? If you've ever watched The Righteous Gemstones on HBO, if you haven't, you should, because YouTube would think it's the funniest shit like I do. I think he's great in that. This is too much of him. Him being the star for me is hard. Like, I'm a... 
I need Adam Devine in like small doses. You understand what I mean? Yeah. Like not as the the title character. Like he needs to be the third. Like, like he needs, he to, needs be to be the best yeah. friend. <laughs> you oh, know, I, I disagree. I think he has to be. But I mean, I like. I thought Jexy, even though it was a bad movie, he, I thought he was fucking hilarious. Okay, so Jexy. here's the thing: Jexy is bad, and he is funny in Jexy, <laughs> but it's only because of the absurdity of that movie, though, right? <laughs> yeah. Okay. So this movie is listen. It's absurd for different reasons other than Jexy, but the story is just as fucking wild, and I it just it doesn't work for me here. No, and look, on. and I'm not trying to like lump this whole movie like this movie's bad because Adam Devine, right? Like this movie's bad because it's a bad movie. But it's I wonder how, besides the obvious answer of money, is how they get somebody like Pierce Brosnan in here, right? Seriously, I'm, sh- I'm sure he's got a multi-picture deal, though. I'm sure they're just they just. I'm sure this that is one of the ones he had to be in. No, I can tell you when I can tell you from a production accounting point of view, Netflix pays absurdly well way better than most other studios i believe it they'd throw money at everything and i'm and i'm not talking about like me time 100 million i'm talking like even they'll throw money at everything in a product even pete they're paying salaries that are well over scale to a lot of people because they want to be the studio that everyone wants to work for um but it's they must have it but i don't they must that's how they must get these these people is they're just saying hey we'll give you this you be in four movies in the next two years and you write your own check. You know, they must because Pierce doesn't strike me as an actor who would willingly work with Netflix if money wasn't, you know, obscenely good. Well, I mean, I always assume it's money, right? Like, it's, that's the real reason. But yeah, it kind of has to be. I don't know. I, I look at this this movie and I'm just like, there could have been something here. It's just too absurd across the board for it to really work. I don't know. Well, so, uh, okay, like, I want to talk about some of the things I have an issue with that makes us a bad movie, right? So, sure, fire away, man. There's I mean, plenty I, of them. <laughs> yeah, there are. So, the, the main, I think what really does it in for this movie, though, for me, is that, you know, A, it's a very specific style of humor. It's that very, it's that very weird lowbrow dialogue where, like, sure. you, you, you just throw in It absurd, does get dumb as hell sometimes. Yeah, and you just throw in the absurd things in there that, that, Real people don't actually say to each other unless they're actually joking. But it, you're meant to believe that they're serious conversations and serious thoughts between you know between people. But it's that combined with the bad. There's very bad physical comedy in this, like cringingly bad physical comedy. And I think that you know I'm not I'm not a comedy or a movie expert, but as you know an average person watching this movie, I think you need to pick what makes your movie funny and kind of, you know, maybe hone in on it instead of doing all this terrible dialogue that is, isn't going to make anyone that's, you know, older than the age of 23 laugh and have this very odd physical comedy wrapped up in there that is not good at all. I think that's what really rubbed me the wrong way from, from the go in this too. And it's just so absurd and out of this and out of left field and a lot of things. And, obvious everyone's tropey everyone's tropey everyone is a character trope in this there's specific ones and there's there's a whole bunch of different ones but they're all tropey and it's just i don't know i I, like me and my wife we couldn't finish this she made me turn this movie off so that we could do something else we played mario on the wii instead because this thing was just not which mario game uh mario deluxe the, the wii u port onto the switch Okay. Fantastic. 
This yeah, one you, you come with, the, the cat one? Uh, no, no, no. That's the 3D world you're thinking of. Oh, okay. this, the, this is the 2D side side scroller. Oh, with the, okay. With all okay, the, okay. the different one you can on the, all on the screen at the same time. So on that yes. one too, though, right? Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Very good, very good. That's good. Yeah, way better than watching this movie, by the way. So that yeah. sounds like fun. I wish I could have. But uh, yeah, yeah. But that's what's I think what just cratered this movie early for me. It's all these things wrapped up. Now the next day, I soldiered through and I watched the rest of this because. I, I'm on a respectable podcast that talks about movies, good or bad. But God, but <laughs> God damn, did I have a hard time finishing this? It was not good. Just I don't, terrible. I, no, tell 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 me where no, this movie's hold, good. Okay, no, well here, here's my issue with that, and I don't I don't have an issue with you, Chris. I have, I have an issue with that. Is you know I am. I'm on the one like the the smallest end of the spectrum or the the smallest amount of people where I romanticize film more than anyone else. And Roger will probably t- in a serious moment he would tell you I'm probably right about this. I get excited for almost everything and I have my reasons and I don't think for every thousand movies I watch there might be one that I'm like I just can't finish this. Well, I just well, can't. well if you romanticize film then this movie should upset you for what it does to comedies that were good that were done in this style better. Well, no, it doesn't... I mean, it upsets me that this is what they choose to put out. When they, I mean, the budget, Roger, I'll, you're the budget man. I, I'm, I'm assuming this budget had to be north of 75 or 80 um, because everything goes down in it. But I, I would have... <laughs> I'm not mad at... I'm angry that they don't take it more seriously as a as the streaming service king, which they might not, they they might arguably may not even be anymore. Netflix, fifty but, million. So that's still that's that's about twenty five million more than I would have allotted to this. I, I mean, things like driving through the cemetery, I find extremely off putting, extremely disrespectful. <laughs> man, knocking that one coffin into the thing as they were having a burial service. Oh well, no! So me? here's the thing: it's not just that that happened. Then he goes goal. <laughs> Sure, but it's that's so like ah, I don't know if I would have done that. But the premise here is dumb and it's outran it's outlandish. But I can make it through one viewing. Am I going to watch this a second time, third time? Maybe ten years down the road, yes. When I've forgotten everything that is bad and I turn it on again, but I I don't know. I I'm never gonna. I can't finish this movie. I just. I've watched one. I've walked out of one movie in my life, and it was Ultraviolet. What movie was that? Ultraviolet with Mila Jogovic. Oh, you walked out of that? In 2005? Yeah. I walked my, my, and I both I mean, listen, did. it's not good. But Terrible. That's, that's like a negative seven, if you're asking me. Oh, no. I told you when I walked out of the one Medea movie. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, that, look, those started off as great, and then they just they very quickly spiraled into, this is trash. Complete trash. I just but, turned and mashed my face against the microphone accidentally. I'm sorry about that. <laughs> Did you hear that? No. It hit me right in the face. As, as, still, as, go, go ahead, Chris. I'm still waiting for you to tell me how this movie's good. Well, it's. I, I think that's. there are certain scenes I think worth watching. I think the scene with both the parents is worth watching because Richard Kind and Julie Haggerty are two very funny people. And especially Julie Haggerty when she's just like, She's just making sexual innuendo after sexual innuendo about that threesome she had with who's the football player she had a threesome with? Dan Marino is huge dick. That we find out you that his, if you thought his arm was big, and then he's like, "I can confirm, I was in the car." Like, come on, man! Like that's just yeah, but just, yeah, but so but even though like like you're bringing like like those points up, 
again, it was so predictable. You knew as soon as like they got into that dinner table, they were the parents were gonna were gonna kind of get along, and the mom was gonna loosen up a bit and say some outlandishly inappropriate shit. Like again, it's all like <laughs> predictable comedy is the hardest thing to sell to people. Well, it you're really right. is. You're right. However, we just talked about a movie where you jumped at predictable jump scares. No, no, no. Well, that's different. I said, I said, comedy is the hardest thing to deliver when it's predictable, right? Jump scares are not the same thing as comedy. I would imagine that's though. Jumps, that is. I would imagine jump scares. If you know it's coming, why does it? Why does it freak you out then? Well, it's 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 a thing though. Even it's a different you know reaction, it's and it still gets you though. That's my I mean, point. That's, that's a tribute to them. Mm-hmm. You know, where when okay, well, so like if comedy's if you know comedy come at you, and then the 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 trophy would be still making me laugh. They didn't do that. Well, Nothing see, it was funny. I did laugh at some of this, and Roger did too. So, where is that's the that's the um again? Com- well, comedy and jump scares are two very different things. One 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 is a an actual like visceral reaction that your body that your that your body has to when volume is turned up very loud and things are and you know things are delivered to you that way sensory wise. This is you have to be funny, and if you're going to be funny, you need to fucking be funny. Is what it comes down to. But that's and the thing just, is, see, was, I think some of it was funny. I think that Adam Devine's hilarious. I laughed at him <laughs> over and over again. I mean, but I guess you don't, but you don't think he's hilarious. So that's the that's the part where we're having a disconnect on is, and Netflix well, keeps. Well, see, here's where I think you may be wrong. You may be in the minority on this one because Netflix keeps making him the lead of this is like his sixth lead of a Netflix film. Hold on, I'm not in the minority. This movie had what a forty percent of audience score on Rotten Tomatoes. I'm in the majority. Well, okay, two. Well, fine, but obviously, test groups are liking Adam. They think they must think he's funny. That the feedback well, look, that they're getting in all these movies is Adam Devine's hilarious. That well, must I mean, be the so feedback. Here's the thing: like, there are some things that he's funny in. There are some things that he's not funny in. But look, I would argue that you know the same place that you know we just talked about. You know, it's an Adam Sandler film, right? Some of the Adam Sandler stuff recently has been absolutely trash. It has right? been, right? Yeah. But I mean, this is the same guy that's Billy Madison and Happy Gilmore, and you know, those are beloved characters to me. They don't all have to be great, but I mean, this is just an absurd level of bad. It's the thing is, right? Well, love him or hate him for Adam Devine, you know, even if you despise the guy, there are a hundred other reasons to hate this movie. Oh, yes, well, okay, well, 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 I mean, uh, most I'm of not- them are story based, but. <laughs> Well, okay, but on that point, because I'm not just saying Adam, the Adam Divine, isn't funny. Everyone isn't funny in this movie. I'm not just saying, oh, I don't like Adam Divine, so I'm not gonna like this movie. Anybody could have made me laugh. Nobody. I, I, think, I thought Pierce is pretty funny, and Ellen Birkin, I thought were pretty funny. Again, predictably predictable characters saying predictable things. They didn't do a good job of making that funny because not again. Two people were in the room watching the, this this movie with me, and not a single laugh happened. Well, the other the other thing too is this movie repeated the same jokes. It did. It did a lot, mm-hmm. like a lot. So I mean, <laughs> so look, the problem is, if you didn't find the joke that funny the first time, how funny do you find it the, the third, third time or the fourth time? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Look, like I, I have no problem going back to something if it made them really laugh. And sometimes, like you can hit a home run for a good joke callback. Mm-hmm. This movie don't do that. <laughs> well, how you about know, this? Is... How about the security guard, Lorel, Lorel, Lorel Howry? How about it? I mean, that dude's funny. I he's, thought he was hilarious. 
He's a funny. Not, so no, here's the thing. He's been the same exact character in other movies. Yeah, he doesn't really play characters anymore. I don't think. Yeah, he's just this guy in whatever movie he's in. And that's I don't know. True, I guess again, that's very true. They're gonna rob the bank again. What the fuck? They're gonna rob the bank? <laughs> fuck this! I quit. <laughs> <laughs> I see. I mean, but again, I all these elements. I just I can't say it's a it's a terrible. I mean, it's not great, but man, it's, I don't think it's terrible. Uh, right. But but the, okay, well, Chris, that leads into mm-hmm. my question though that I'm, I'm always always harping on Netflix for is they keep making these the exact same way. Mm-hmm. Why do they do it? So I I can feel that question. I think. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Go ahead. So. Because love it or hate it for what the movie is, is this movie will get watched. Okay? Um, You know, we've talked about viewing numbers for Netflix and how many millions of hours that this, like a shitty movie like this might get streamed. Okay? It's a lot easier to pop this on on my $20 a month Netflix subscription and watch it for, you know, 95 minutes or whatever it is and move right along. I have a lot more... You know, I'm far happier doing something like that for this type of movie than spending ten dollars a ticket at a movie theater for it. That's fair. Okay, and maybe Netflix knows so, that. Well, I mean, that's fine because, like, look, this movie only costs about fifty million dollars for them, which honestly is on the low scale of a Netflix budget <laughs> that we've seen recently, right? It is. But I made the joke before we started recording. You know, Netflix has has got our low bar number, low bar movie for probably the foreseeable future in me time, right? It's one we universally think is a disaster. Mm-hmm. I think what the highest score we gave it was a two out of the, you know what I mean? Or like yeah. that was a combined number score we gave it. You know, this movie isn't that bad, okay? But it's not something we just watched that is very good in Extraction 2, all right? Remember, Extraction 2 only costs about $75 million, and has big star power and is all action based and pretty much good at everything it does where the movie we just watched in the outlaws is far closer to the worst thing Netflix has made to some of the better stuff it's done recently. Yeah, you're right. You're I mean, right about that. and even other stuff that like we didn't hate, like think about movie uh, mother. All right. With the Jennifer Lopez movie. Which we all kind of thought was, we were, we, we all were kind of in the middle on, right? Like, it wasn't overly bad, not anything really good. This movie's far worse than that movie. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, like, Correct. the way Netflix, the way Netflix puts out movies, and, you know, we're going back to the, back to it again for, what, a third or fourth consecutive week, um, where, because we're going to talk about Bird Box Barcelona um, next week. You know, the reason we keep going there is because they are the ones that are just churning out content. And we know for a fact that they do not care if it's any good most of the time. Now, the stuff they know is good. They trump like they they beat their chest about be like, hey, look at Extraction 2. It's so badass. Besides like one trailer like three weeks ago. Did you ever hear anything about the outlaws? No. Like a single thing about it? No, but they know. But they knew it was bad. That's the whole sure, thing. Sure. No, no, and I understand that. And looks the the one thing that I will say about Netflix is they may they're not hemorrhaging money quite the way they were, but they're not stupid either. You know what I mean? They're they're not trying to be like, hey, look how terrible our movies are. <laughs> you know. But remember, you know, we talked about viewing. If you watch like two minutes and thirty seconds of it, you viewed it. Yeah, it's what it is. So. <laughs> 
when you hover over. Oh, you want to watch this? Okay, we'll start it for you. Oh, Thanks. yeah. No, look. Hey, look, I see like you set down the, the remote to pick something else up. You want to start watching this movie now, right? Yeah. All right, cool. We're going to do that right now. Let's go. And I do hold like Adam Devine does play the same character in everything he's he in. He does play that goofy, nice guy that he deserves more than he's getting. He's getting the short end of the stick because the girl doesn't see the quality about him until it's too late. But in this one, it's not too dissimilar. It's just he's playing that like he's very much very excited to be married to this girl and he he wants to make a good impression. He's trying too hard and they're just like, who is this idiot? Like, what is he? But he's almost so dumb that like even Ellen Birkin says it when they're, he's like, he's about to rob a second bank to save our daughter. Like maybe we got to give him a little bit of the time of day. You know, it's just, but it's almost, you got to, the father, whoever you cast, has to hate him and has to be a complete prick to him. So Pierce wasn't a bad choice for this. That's the thing. Is like, how did Pierce get into some like? Well, they needed someone who doesn't mind being an asshole and makes it believable and is hilarious doing it. And there's not a whole lot of guys that can pull all three of those off like Pierce Brosnan can. Veteran Pierce Brosnan. So in in, in a way, I'm not I'm not upset that we got the Outlaws in Netflix. I would have been a. I, I would have been far less forgiving if this was a theatrical release. Far less forgiving. Okay. Same with what was the Jennifer Lopez movie we watched? They were getting, her and do 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 them all in the they were getting married. What was that? The Amazon one. Yeah. Shotgun wedding. Shotgun wedding. Yeah. I think we spoke very highly of that, but had that been a theatrical release, we probably would have scored it a little lower than we. That did. was better. Okay, but that was better than this movie. That was oh, yes. better than well, this movie. That was that was better written. There's again. The characters in that movie, most of them seem real to me. None of these characters seem real. To, like not one, the the most real character in this entire movie is probably security guard or the fiance, because they have the least to do with it, and they're the most they have the most real reactions. In oh, the bank's about to get robbed. <laughs> like this, I quit. Yeah. Like that's the most real reaction in this entire movie. Like Adam Devine doing what he did, his character never would have considered doing what he did even to save his fiance never would have considered it never in a million years because well, he would have been a second bank after he was involved not in just a, a murder shootout at a bakery <laughs> not just a second bank because because like, he lied to his wife the future wife and said the baker was racist <laughs> that he called the baker oh my wife got kicked in the head by a horse or something yeah it's kicked in the chest so he <laughs> by a horse and he died heart exploded immediately <laughs> immediately but he was racist don't be too sad um but not just rob a second bank, but the suppository for all the banks in like a hundred mile radius. You know what I mean? Like that's going to be Fort Knox for that station. It's just, none of it is real. So I don't, maybe I'm more forgiving because I realize it's just a stupid Netflix movie. And maybe I've fallen into that groove where I don't expect much. So when they don't give me much. I'm not as, I'm not as upset. <laughs> is that okay. maybe, maybe that's the groove I've fallen into and that's my fault. 100% I should not have allowed that to happen, but maybe that is the groove I've fallen into. Well, I mean, look, I don't I don't blame you for falling into that groove. I mean, I just, I, don't, I try not to ever, to ever judge movies differently by theatrical or Netflix, because if I got to yeah. take my time to watch it, I try to try to look at it from that same lens. Because like, look, you know, we could have got Extraction 2 in a movie theater. I wouldn't give it a higher score. That's true. You know yeah, what I mean? That's true. So. That's true. I mean, right. I, 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 either film is film, or we, or like we look at things through the lens of, well, it's on this, so we have to be more forgiving. It, like, it, I don't know. I, that feels like a cop out almost. It's almost like, 
you know, saying on one hand that, you know, like how much you appreciate good, good movies and good film. And, you know, you can see all the good things that, you know, within this medium, but then looking at a, at a bad movie, you go, well, it's, you know, it's a bad movie, but it's here. So that's okay. I I don't think that you can have it both ways. I think you have to either look at the movies as a whole for what they are, because they're all movies or, you know, you start accepting the fact and being okay with the fact that bad movies exist and, you know, on streaming platforms and Mm -hmm. have to be okay with that. That's fair. I guess that's, but we've also encountered something of a reality talking about Netflix films when they, they don't, their quality control isn't nearly as a studio release would be a, a theatrical release or, Amazon or Hulu or Apple. They're and the lowest always, of the and thing. And that should always be a negative towards them and we should oh, forgive yeah. them for that. Oh, okay, that's fair. Okay, I've that's fair. You're right. I've got okay, that's that's fair. I, I guess. But I don't think this is and on that same token, I don't think this is devoid of laughter and turn off worthy like 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 you. I think that's where I'm stuck is like I didn't really want to turn it off or anything. I just or or no. and I didn't I did laugh uproariously at some parts. So, so stupid. The point that I really make is like overall, man, this just isn't good, and it, it's so far down the line of it's not good. I I wouldn't have a problem with if somebody watched twenty minutes of it, and turned it off forever. You know, like look, man, I, I get it. Time is the most valuable resource we have, but like I'm with Chris. Like I turned this off about halfway through and picked it up the next day because like I was done watching it at the time. I was like, I'm not getting anywhere. I got other things I could be doing right now. I'll come back to this when I got some more time. Mm-hmm. Now, look, when I came back to it and finished it up, it's not like, you know, anything was dramatically different. It's just, I was like, all right, time to finish this movie, you know, <laughs> put on, <laughs> grabbed a, grabbed a uh, can of pop and went to it, you know, like that, that was it. It's, it's not like it was like, oh my God, I got to start this back up from the beginning. Cause you know, that's not how Netflix works. <laughs> so that the ability to be able to do something like this. Now, look, I will be honest with you. If I sat in a movie theater and watched this and it was as bad as it is, I would probably be more pissed off talking about it, but my score is still going to be the same. Um, Which that that being said, you know, we let's, let's get to the point of this. Is there anything really overly redeemable about this movie that we need to talk about? Well, I think, you know, I think you guys know where I'm at on that. So I'll let you. Yeah, no, I I think, uh, you know, I, I, yeah, I'm not really worried in your scenario. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Grayson, anything redeemable you want to talk about? Here? I mean, I think the simpler you scenes... You like Adam Devine, and that's fine. I think the simpler scenes are where the movie shines. Uh, for example, when the parents first meet him in the kitchen. There's, sure. you know, that's, that's one of the more simple, tamed down, no gunshot scenes in the movie. And I think that's one of the best. It's, it's funny. It's understated. It's, you know, Pierce just sticks his head under the faucet and <laughs> just washes his hair. And then, like, just, just... It just works as a... Like they're looking at him like, this is the fucking guy our daughter chose to marry. This 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 guy, you know, he's such a turd. You know, he he tried to take us to the Holocaust Museum, you know, in the a pottery exhibit. Like, what is this guy? I I like that. Um, redeemable though, should be should we be talking more in a positive light about the Michael Rooker character, or is he also terrible? No, because listen, he's like Chris mentioned earlier. He's just a trope of a busted ass FBI guy. You know what I mean? He's every terrible cop joke you've ever seen. Yep. And there's nothing overly redeemable about it. I mean, look, is is it funny in the absurdity level of what he says at some points? You know, we talked about a dick joke he made. Okay, that's fine. But as a character, dude, that's a that's a trash character. Throw away. 
I mean, look, you only give it any credence because it's Michael Rooker. That's true. If that is... some, if it was some no name dude, you'd be like, "Is what the fuck is this?" <laughs> yeah. I mean, I th- that and that entire subplot with the cake or going to the bakery with Sandler's wife, uh, playing playing the 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 always drunk person who puts the <laughs> when the shootout starts, she puts the jelly on her neck and looks like she's dead, so no one will you know no one will hurt her yep. further. Like that that entire thing is almost pointless to the rest of the story. Like it doesn't matter one fucking bit to the rest of the story. But again, it, that's a lot of a lot of times that happens in these Netflix movies where they just put things in to artificially inflate the budget, or to spend the money, or to just to throw an action scene in. I'd like Which, to point uh, out that you. I'd like to point out that you didn't name anything redeemable about the movie. <laughs> well, some of the dialogue exchange I th- I think are redeemable. I I really love. I mean, well, what do you when you say redeemable? Do you mean stuff I liked, or do you mean stuff people should watch the movie because of? Either one, honestly. I like the okay. So let's talk about the opening when they're introducing both Divine's character and Debrov's character. When he's got the entire seating plan with like, and the movie opens with it. It's the cameras like panning through all these, you know, like the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Skeletor, and He Man. Like it's panning through all these, you know, iconic, you know, heroes and villains and and action figures. Mm-hmm. And then he talks about how how he put his own parents as Medusa and like. You don't, you don't find that to be somewhat clever and funny? Eh. Like even a little bit, Chris? Nope. Well, see, that's the that's the subjectivity of it all is I kind of do think that's, you know, that's right in the I beginning mean, and that's, you know, that's so, probably the height of the movie right there. <laughs> I was going to say, the, 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 that that's when you haven't been, been the had the soul sucked out of you by this sure, film okay. yet. So, yeah, you might be bright-eyed and unbeknownst to the horror that you're about to you know go through with this film so yeah maybe yeah i guess the other thing is too is if you like this scene or not you know it's not your job to convince chris to like this scene it's netflix's job to convince him to like this movie and clearly they didn't do that good of a job that's true that's that is very true on that one i'm not going to stand for a movie that i don't care for so It's not that really is, my thing. I'm not going to talk true. about it in any more positive light because we should love cinema. Like, look, man, this movie stinks. Well, <laughs> I, 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 I guess the bottom line for me is I expected more from a movie that has this these cast members. You know? I mean, sure. I always fine. expect... Like, if Pierce is in a comedy, I expect him to be hilarious. I really expect... Like, he was... I think back to, and I know you guys don't think it's nearly as high of the movie as I did. I mean, I think it's one of Netflix's best things in the past five years is um, Fire Saga. Uh, what's the what's the name of that movie? The with Will Ferrell and Eurovision. Like, Eurovision is, I mean, Pierce in that movie is pure gold. Like he his his son's a disappointment, and you know he's just he's all the kids on the island can be his because he's so good looking and like you know, yeah. it's just and the things he says is so the way he delivers those well-written lines is so well done. And I, I just, I just expected more from Pierce. I expect more from Ellen Birkin or no, I expect more from a movie that has divine Brosnan and Burke Birkin all in one, all in one cast, especially with, they are, he's trying to impress his fiance's parents and it. And I still think it should have been, he's like, well, why are they only coming in the night before the wedding? And then the night before the wedding, his the day the day earlier his bank gets robbed and then he meets him that night as he's supposed to and then two more area banks get robbed and they're always mi like i would have preferred that he figures out their bank robbers in a comedic way rather than we know that 
that they're the ghost bandits and the smell of sandalwood. And so maybe the only reason they did that is because someone on Netflix loved the joke of, Oh, he smells like sandalwood and danger. You know, like maybe sure. someone, then they use that joke several times. So obviously it was a favor of someone on Netflix or the screenwriter and they used it several times. So I don't know. I just, there's a better movie here. We got the worst version of it. It's sure. unfortunate. That's fair to say. All right. Let's score this bad boy. All Chris, right. you want to go first? Yeah, I'll go first. It's a one and a half. The movie sucks. Oh, you went to one and a half. Wow. 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 wow I love wow. this. I think this is the first one and a half ever given out on this show. I think it might be. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> so, Roger, you want to go? Jason, you want to go or you want me to go? Well, go hold on. I want to say why my, I want to have. I just had a mouse full, full of brownie cake my daughter brought me. Um, <laughs> was it good? It, it was one of those mug brownies you make in the microwave Ooh, or whatever. It's all right. Nice. Quick and easy. Good. Look, yeah. I'm, I'm never going to turn down a brownie. I'll just say that. Exactly. Here. Fair. So one and a half because Pierce Brogan is still a sexy motherfucker. And <laughs> <laughs> I mean, fair. You say I, that you speak the truth. Wait, does that mean I have to bump my score up by 1.5? <laughs> no, ha- you know, half a point higher. Oh, a half. Okay. Handsome son oh, shit. of a bitch. Grayson, you or me, buddy. Um, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give this a four. I'm going to be the highest of the group. Okay. Um, there's Wait, a lot of things. Like a, is that an artificially handsome Pierce Brosnan inflated? Oh, well, uh, yeah. The so it was, it was a three and a half, and then he gave it a four. <laughs> no, no, it was a four. But Wait, I, hold on. I, uh, go ahead. You get it a four. What, what, what did you just give Insidious? A six. Okay, I thought you gave it a four too. I was say there's no, no. no fucking way. No, no, I gave it a four. <laughs> no, no, you're no a that's, four. It, that's it. That's it. Okay. Um, I I think a little higher of this movie than you guys do, and I I I did laugh a few times at the absurdity of like the water gun. Of the trope of the water gun and and the Pierce the or the the James Bond joke, I thought was very clever. The guy who keeps getting locked in the vault, I thought was pretty funny. Because <laughs> every time every you you don't expect it. Every time the joke recycles, it's like you laugh because like, oh I forgot about him because he's such a forgettable guy. Um, I I just think there's there's a lot of this movie that didn't work well, but there are a few things that did. Now keep in mind five is our recommend level, and if it's not a five, we can't recommend it. So. Knowing that four is where it's. I mean, I'm not going to say every. There are so many better comedies to watch, even on Netflix. Sure. Even on Netflix, so four is where it sits. Okay, um, so I think this movie is about a two. I'll give it two and a half because of handsome Pierce Brosnan, because that's yeah. the way we do scales now. Um, <laughs> but look, man, this this movie probably could have been something, and it turns out it's a whole lot of nothing. It's a bunch of regurgitated jokes over and over and over again. And look, I didn't find it that funny the first time. I damn sure didn't find it funny the third time. Like the the, the one joke that I didn't mention before, dude, when he steps on the back of his heels, dude. Oh, yeah. How many times do they do that in this movie? Like three yeah. times. Good God. Yeah, she's a stripper. Oh, my God. Yeah, I don't know. Fuck up. I, All right, I mean, two and a half. <laughs> two and a half. <laughs> Fair enough. All right, gentlemen, thank you for joining me again for another short. I just episode. took a disgusted drink of water during my yeah right school. yeah like, like, like put your nose up and everything. I bet. All right, all right. This has been episode three three nine B, B, B of Full Love movie. Cinema, a movie podcast. Each new episode posts every Tuesday and Friday at five a.m. on the podcast service of your choice of the following five: Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music. Please leave a comment or two. Rate, subscribe. Every little bit helps. More importantly, thank you very much for listening. Check out the show on Twitter at Love Cinema Pod. I am at Grayson Maxwell One. I am at Rod Stillian. I have no Twitter. 
Don't forget to check us out on Facebook and Twitter, always posting things on social media. Check us out on YouTube also. Send us an email to for the love of cinema podcast at gmail.com. And next week, we're taking a look at Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1 and Bird Box Barcelona from Netflix. Heck yeah. Barca. <laughs>